0: No, you can keep going. We're we are now live. Oh. Okay. And so here here's what we have added to the setup yeah. for the podcast. You ready for this? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah. So you you just told me you had a fairly stressful morning, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so and and so finish your story. Pretend you're finishing your story and say, and that was my morning in a really sad voice. And that was my morning. <laughs> Isn't that cool? We got sound effects now. Woo-woo! <laughs> yeah.
1: Love yeah, it. man. That's incredible.
0: Yeah, and then oh, every, here, like, every time Nathaniel <laughs> talks, Nathaniel, say something. Hey,
2: what's up, guys? Get it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to be
0: here. <laughs> <laughs> and then they've even got mine in here as well. You ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah. whatever. Okay. Whatever.
2: <laughs> you should label them based on people, though. Oh, like, gosh. that should be the label. <laughs> like, little not, faces not on the Not, like, buttons. what sound effects it is, but, yeah, what... what Just oh, put is. our God. names... So you just put my face, a little version of my face on it? Yeah, 100%.
1: Not even that. It's just the name. It's like Nathaniel sound effect. But Yeah, yeah, Ba-dum-psh.
2: exactly. <laughs>
1: there it is. Anyway. The sky. Yeah, did a fairly good job, actually.
0: <laughs> Dude, this is going to be a thing, I think. I, I, I love that. You know, we're going to study the Bible, have a little fun. That's yeah. what we're going to do here. I so. love
2: that, man. Yeah. Well, we'll see, yeah. how, we'll see how long it lasts. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: how long the fun lasts is what you're talking about? Yeah, that's right.
0: Oh, gosh. Oh, it'll last. Yeah. Where we're going
1: right now?
2: Yeah, we're Yeah, real real wow, yeah. Okay, yeah cool. we're on.
1: We're on the air. Yeah, um, are your parents watching? Do you know? Did they text you? Uh, I I tell you out. that
2: they were watching? I feel like that's one oh, of my favorite parts. I haven't part of- really can, been talking to I my parents recently. That. What's that? I said I really haven't been keeping up with my parents recently. So what? It's actually, it's actually a sore spot. No, I just I was busy on Friday. We sure. had a late nighter with the junior high. Yeah. So yeah. I wasn't able to call my mom like for our usual time. Not even Monday. People don't watch this to hear about my family habits of contacting I don't know them i, mean, I so, think
0: people have become invested at this point yeah yeah In the, at least In this, i have it's like <laughs> it's like the
2: story arc it's like you know every week when we talk about changes but the one thing
0: that stays true is my parents might be watching <laughs> yeah <laughs> well listen i'll tell you this they haven't commented on youtube that's normally where they'll comment if yep, they're I'll joining us right so now. i'm just going to go ahead and assume that they're not quite joining us this morning dang rip off. to be fair we, we are, are a little not earlier not than me yeah seriously oh, yeah, Can you missed hit it? it oh Thank <laughs> <man. laughs> I was all excited about the sound effects. I missed it. It's going to take me a bit. That's okay. No, well, yeah. Um,
1: I was going to say, Nathaniel, so the event that you guys had on Friday night, Yeah. I uh, I was very glad to have part- partook, partaken. Partaken in. it of? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was really happy to have eaten some of the hot dogs that you had, Joe, grilling oh. that night because I was really yeah. hungry, and I didn't have a chance to eat. I was here for the Modesto Gospel Mission graduation. Yeah. They were like, there's hamburgers and hot dogs upstairs. Like, just go ahead and head up and, and enjoy the night. And so by the time I got up there, they were, like, all cleaned out. So I was like, yeah. dang it, dude. I'm so hungry. So
2: your uh, late-nighter ended up coming in clutch for me. So I got thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. get any hot dogs. Really? I, I will get so stressed that, like, My natural instincts will just, like, disappear. My body's like, we're in work mode. So I got so stressed that night that I, like, wasn't worried about, like, what I was eating or drinking or, like, anything. I was just going. Oh, dude, I'm sorry. It's all good. sucks. You know...
0: James hit the womp womp. Thank you. Was that what you were waiting for? <laughs> no, I wasn't waiting for it. But oh, I just okay. Saw an opportunity. No, time. it's just necessary. Well, yeah. I'm. I we're getting it all out early because I yeah. feel like. Oh yeah. The opportunities for the sound effects are going to get less the more we get into this yeah, topic. We, so. <laughs> yeah, we can't
2: really like read a passage yeah. from the Bible and be like womp womp. Yeah, that would just be weird. <laughs>
1: I mean, you could. We could. Um, Lamentations is. Yeah, Job. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: I'm, I'm La- in Job right now. Life is I, meaningless. I also it, have a Job passage oh, written shoot. down. Do you guys really be double yeah. dipping? We be double dipping. Is is it Job oh, no, thirteen? Oh, no, oh no, it's not. Oh well, then we'll be good. Okay. oh Good for you guys. Yeah. I don't oh, have nice. any scriptures
1: written down. <laughs> I was coming into this just She's very going conversationalist. Yeah, man. I love that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah that's the perfect use for that. That is accurate. Well, let's get it. I guess that we're talking about the topic a lot. Let's um kind of set up what this are we calling this a mini-series or what do we i don't know I, we hadn't really mm. talked about it yeah we haven't we can, we can call it
0: whatever you'd like
2: that's a weird name
0: that's whatever it, yeah. you'd like okay oh. well, let's
2: see. Uh, come we on we should call it <laughs> a mini-series i think that's fine yeah
0: yeah
1: okay well let me explain it so um as we ended the podcast last week we were kind of talking about i don't even remember what the topic was that we had kind of skirted by but the thought was Is that I would really love to spend Mm. some time talking about some Christian misnomers or some really tough questions um, to ask about the Christian faith, and so it was like spiritual warfare last week. Oh, that's right. That's That's thank you. Yes, that's right. Um, Yeah, spiritual warfare. Um, But anyway, the 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 idea being that um, I I think it would be valuable to spend some time talking about um, some of these really tough questions, and so um, last week and rather we had uh, Pastor Mark clark here from bayside i mm-hmm. um, he had an incredible message and so i would commend you to go and watch that um but i think for the next i don't even know for the foreseeable future i don't know how long our mini series is going to yeah. go on for
2: and maybe we'll um, pop in and out of it as time goes maybe yeah like, yeah a few episodes here and there something like that yeah and call them episodes launch and iterate right as the yeah. lord leads
0: yeah
1: so um that also yeah. means that we um might uh, get into some healthy disagreement um, potentially, I'm not saying that we absolutely will, but there's room for it. And so for viewers, I just want to let you know, and James and I were kind of talking about this too, that um, we feel like it would be important for you guys to see what that looks like. Oh, mm-hmm. my ring. Um, to see what that looks like, because a lot yeah. of the times in churches, usually what it looks like, it's just disagreement and that's it, right? There's not really... Yeah, need a, go to another church or yeah, exactly. something like that. And so I think it's important for our viewers and for you guys here at the church to see what that potentially would look like to have healthy disagreement, so... Uh, the topic that we're going to get into, Oh, sorry. Were you going to say something, James?
0: No, I was just going to say, and we might, we might not disagree. We might completely (laughs) agree. Right. We don't know yet. Um, but as we get into it, I, yeah, I'll, I'll echo what you said there. I think, you know, we've, as a society, we've come very, you know, black and white, hard lines in the sand. Well, listen, if, if that's what you believe, then I can't have anything to do with you. Right. And I don't think that's the scriptural model for how we're supposed to interact with each other and I think that when you come down to it a lot of the people disagreeing on things like that uh, are disagreeing on secondary issues and so
1: explain secondary really quick for people that yeah so I-
0: issues that are not pertaining to salvation so yeah. things that are not relevant to uh, the 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 core truth of the gospel yeah. which is that Christ died so that we might be reconciled back to God yeah um, everything this. else is kind of other things yeah. important yeah yeah but other things
2: and that's more of the stuff we'll talk about is like secondary stuff yeah like it you is, won't definitely. see us debating like was no. jesus really resurrected is that yeah, it's not on the table at all it's not here
0: yeah So it's not on the table no yeah no, not literally, not literally. <laughs> yeah here oh, <dear>. hang <laughs> oh, on no, no. 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 Yep. There, there it is, it is. thank Sorry. you <laughs> get I it out so early the uptick, man.
1: <laughs> yeah it's okay this is a new even our headphones is a new thing so this yeah. is kind of no. cool i can hear you guys so much better
0: now yeah. Yes. Is your no. volume okay? You yeah, need it a, louder or quieter or anything?
2: No, I feel like I'm okay. It's yeah. kind of a funny thing. I can hear you better with this than in actual real life. Yeah, Like this is actually enhancing my real life. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Also, <laughs> I realized I sound quite a bit better than I thought I did. Well, so that's a good that's thing a for you, I suppose. It's yeah. like
0: hearing in high definition. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It <laughs> is. It's like 4K
2: <laughs> hearing. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, man. Wow. Anyone Anyways. who knows
0: anything about technology just switched over. They're yeah. Like, no, we're no. done with this. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. the topic
1: today um, was kind of brought about by a couple of things. But one of the things is we've been introducing this new song called Trust in God. Um, and it's been going over, I, th- I think, super well. That's probably biased because I'm the worship guy here. But yeah. um, no, I, I feel I'll, like it's been going well. Yeah, yeah. if you need to Some stay humble there for no, a second. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my god, no, <laughs> Sorry, already. With you. <laughs> well, i already. <missed> Nathaniel's
0: <laughs> already disagreeing. oh Oh, Healthily. Healthily. Yes. No, man, I know I'll, I'll let you be, uh, I'll let you take the, the humility there so that I can kind of, um, agree with you, I guess, and honor you. Yeah. It's, it has been a powerful song and every time I'm in the room, normally I stand in the room off to the side and I'm kind of worshiping from the side because I'm normally getting ready to either go up on stage or there's a role that I'm playing somewhere. And, uh, Man, you can just see the whole room. You know, people. It's it's such a resonation with people. Like people are yeah. fully into it. They're fully involved with it, Uh, yeah. and just really connecting on a deep level with that song. And so well, praise God, man. It's yeah. been kind of an anthem, I think, for us. Even though we only introduced it, what like three weeks ago. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's been yep. very much an anthem already. Yeah. Um. I think we'll probably continue to be. I think yeah. this is one of those songs. Yeah. I'm going to do it tonight for worship night. I mean, uh, night. Uh,
1: I don't. I don't think so, actually. No. Yeah, no, I don't think.
2: No, I think are. it's really good. Um, I think that there's not a lot of people we trust these days. Like trust yeah. for like institutions is down over time. Yeah, like people don't trust the government or they don't trust business anymore or they don't yeah. trust their job and like. So I think that for us to remember that we can always trust God is like, yeah, cu- sort of a countercultural swing that yeah. the church is doing that I think is. Is really needed
1: yeah well um, I appreciate that you guys honestly I'm um, I wish I, t- I could take any credit for having written it at all but I cannot sadly because it's an amazing song so it's by elevation it to us that's true I'll, I'll yeah that's that is true so elevation worship is who it is by um, and, and kind of the impetus for the song being introduced was a couple of different things I mean I, I'd heard I had heard from a couple people that I really trust that came to me and said, "Hey, this song I think would be really great. We should think about doing it." And so, um, I'm happy for that. The second thing was is I've been kind of reading through a lot of the prayer requests that have come in, and so I've just been realizing that there's just a lot of um, a lot of brokenness mm-hmm. on a Sunday morning that is hidden uh, by our congregation. I don't know about hidden, but you know, it's just not not shown as much. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sunday is typically more formal for a church setting,
2: I would say. Yeah, the life Um, on life happens during the week. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and And so Sundays— I wouldn't see anything wrong with maybe on Sundays you're not bearing your heart to people. Right,
1: right, and so um, I thought that this was a really great way to um, give language to the people that are currently struggling for them to be able to declare something over their situation or to sing something— that's counter to what they might be experiencing because it's true, because God is good. We can't put our trust in him. Mm -hmm. Um, But the part in it that I, that really brought this topic about was in the bridge section where it says, I sought the Lord and he heard and he answered and it repeats over. But the last line is that's why I trust him and that's why I trust him. And so the thought here and the idea for today's topic was um, what happens when God doesn't answer my prayer. Mm-hmm. And it's a heavier topic. Mm-hmm. I understand that. But that's kind of the nature of kind of where we're going with these these topics, right? Is like, let's talk about some of the hard stuff. If you feel like you've been praying and praying and praying, and you just feel like God's not answering me, mm-hmm. like, what do
2: you do with that? And so that's what I wanted to talk about today. Thoughts? Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm actually, James, if you, so James and I both brought similar material to the table here. So yeah. I'm going to jump over actually to a different passage I'm gonna jump over to Jesus's life if you want to cover the Job stuff. If you want to get us rolling with that, oh, or sure. maybe just initial thoughts as we kind
1: yeah of yeah into let's do initial thoughts before we jump into that. Yeah.
0: Well, I was I was just gonna kind of it occurred to me most of the times when you hear uh, like a good song or a good hook, uh, there's normally if it's a good uh, well-written song and a song that's written based in scripture, you normally can see some scripture within the song, right? Yeah, and so. I just looked it up real quick just to see where that, like does that line appear in scripture? Where yeah. does it appear in scripture? And so sure. it's actually Psalm 34. Um, Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. I was. I would assume that I, I haven't seen anything from Elevation about where that came from, but I would assume it's, it's something, I mean, it's pretty close. I sought the Lord and he answered me. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a little bit of, of where that came from. I think that there's a lot of people who will be experiencing uh th- where this question comes up of of why isn't god answering my prayer que- my prayer it will come a lot from people who are suffering in times of grief times mm-hmm. of loss yeah. uh times of significant hardship yeah. and just long-standing and continuing in that hardship the more you go on the easier it becomes to perhaps ask the question of well, why why is this happening? What's going on? God, what are you doing through this? Why would you let me go through this sustained period of hardship and grief mm. or loss? Yeah. So I think my my kind of top level thought here is that this is not going to be, there, there's no easy solution to this question that is going to satisfy 100% of how you're feeling in your current situation if this is something that you're wrestling with. Mm-hmm. It's likely going to be something that you have to declare before you feel. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's likely going to be something you have to say, well, God, I trust you, even yeah. though there's a part of you that's just still hurting and grieving over what you're going through or what's happening in life. And so my top level thought, I guess, is that is that, you know, this is this is hard and it will be very, very uh, raw uh, mm-hmm. and exposed for a lot of people. Um, But an important question and, and one that I'm, I'm excited to dig into.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think one of my top-level thoughts, too, in this is, like, um, I think about another situation where people might be praying and not seeing, um, and I'll say not seeing an answer, although we can dive into, like, there's probably an answer there, but it just might not be one we can see, but I'll say that yeah. for now. Well, I think another time when people are praying and not seeing an answer is, like, when they are asking for maybe a struggle, like, something they struggle with that's not being, like, taken from them or something that's not being, um, they feel, like, supported, like, God's not helping them to, uh, you know, with this addiction or with this struggle or with this oh, like, sure. inclination yeah. or with this thought pattern and things like that, mm-hmm. I think is another time that people could share that. And so I just think about like Paul when he talks about like the thorn in his flesh. Yeah. And he's like, I hate this thing and I want to get rid of it. And he keeps asking to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Yet God keeps saying and I can look up the passage, but God keeps saying uh, my grace is sufficient for you right i think is the is the reply Mm -hmm. and so i just think about that but um this might be another scenario where people are asking that question like why hasn't god answered my prayer too? why hasn't he taken this away yet or why hasn't he taken this away Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and that could relate to pain and grief and sorrow and it could also relate to addiction and sin and um bad thought patterns things like that yeah it's one of my thoughts yeah sure thing and well um well, let's get into it i am
1: interested to see what scripture verses you guys have pulled up and and are going to reference um and mm-hmm. I, I should ask before that do we feel like it's a good idea to pray because it's a heavy topic
0: <laughs> will god answer it i'm just kidding oh my gosh <laughs> i don't think it's ever a bad idea oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. uh there it is Thank you're you. welcome <laughs> <laughs> i don't think it's ever a bad idea to pray so right.
1: yeah hey let me uh let me open this up yeah um, dear Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning just so thankful um, for an opportunity to, to, to discuss um, these really hard topics, God, and to ask hard questions of you. Um, Father, we know that you're not afraid of them, um, Jesus. It was when you were resurrected, you told Thomas, come and, and check and see and to test you, to feel the holes in your hands, to know that you were real. And so, Father, we're coming before you this morning to ask that of you. Um, Father, to ask the hard questions, to know that you're real, to know that you're still good, that you're still God. Above every circumstance and situation, Father, I pray that you would bless us this morning, bless our conversations, Father, and help us to arrive at a biblical sound conclusion. Father, we pray all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, guys,
2: Scripture verses. Hit yeah. up. Well, we're going to get our Old Testament on first um, because James and I both thought the place we shared <laughs> in this topic of uh, kind of where our minds went was mm-hmm. Job, our boy Job. Yeah. Yeah. Well Yeah. Chronologically it happens uh like one of the earliest books of the Bible, chronologically, very interesting. Takes place out of this is just basic Bible. Not not basic stuff, but this is like general. I mean Bible trivia. Yeah. Um takes place outside of the like promised land or or Abraham's family. It's like just some random dude who loves the Lord in another place, which is really cool. And it's wisdom literature. So it's like asking these tougher questions, kind of wrestling with these tougher questions like why is God not Answer my prayer. Or why is this evil thing happening and different questions like that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, my I guess my reference to um, To this passage in job that I've written down kind of comes midway through a thought process that I have when it comes to this topic of uh, Of why isn't God seemingly answering my prayer, you know, and we'll
2: mm-hmm. we'll get
0: to the seemingly part of that I think uh, down the line here, sure. but uh, let me come at it f- from a second of, of speaking to uh, the people who are dealing with grief and loss and are wondering why isn't, you know, in in the same way that, you know, Paul's talking about something a little different, but you know, why aren't you taking this away from me? Why, Mm -hmm. why are you letting me uh, kind of exist in this? um, Or why wouldn't you answer my prayer? God. And Job is kind of one of those people who exhibits this just crazy amount of patience. Um, even, even through everything he's going through, he loses everything, and yet still there's this patience that he has and this, uh, this steadfast kind of immovable faith that he has. And there's just such a powerful uh, piece of Scripture. There's a powerful thing that he says, and it's in Job 13, 15. He says, Though he may slay me, mm. yet I will praise him. And so... Uh, <laughs> Just this idea of resilience and this idea of patience, Mm. this idea of of waiting, it takes it takes faith and it takes effort. It's not an easy thing. But yet there are so many scriptures that point towards this idea of patience, this idea of uh, of resilience in trials being what produces endurance and what produces Mm -hmm. uh, more patience and what produces faith. It's in James chapter one. Best book of the Bible, Ayo. book of James. Uh, it's in James chapter one, it says, count it joy when you face trials of many kinds, yes. because this will produce endurance. Yeah. Um, And just to just to kind of be okay with that, be okay that you're in a season of, of hardship or suffering or whatever it mm-hmm. may be that you're going through, and being able to say, though he may slay me, yet I will praise him. Mm-hmm. Now, you can get into all kinds of things here about, is God doing this to you? And, you know, the answer is... Right.
2: Is he doing it? Is he allowing it? Is right. He the answer, is he it?
0: doing it to you? The answer is normally no. I mean, you can get into, into some scripture there to uh, look at the adverse of that. But when it comes to our lives here today, there are things that he allows. There are things that he ordains. Um, but there are for sure things that he uses, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, even though we're in the midst of that. And I I just wanted to... I guess this would be a good time to share a little bit. There have been, I guess, two times uh, in my life where I've felt myself asking this question of God: "What's what's going on here?" One was with my dad, who um, my stepdad, um, but he was he was my dad. He passed away in 2018 after a very long fight with a lung illness called severe brittle asthma which basically means we don't know what's wrong with your lungs, so we're going to call it asthma. But he got worse and worse and worse over the span of about 12 years. And I prayed for him every single day for 12 years that he would get better. And then he passed away in 2018. And that was a big... That, that was kind of a a big kind of pivot point in my life. There were, there was a crossroads at that point. It's, do I let this drive me towards God? Do I let this be a wedge and separate me from God? And I was, there was a little period of time where I didn't know what I was going to do. I was pretty like, God, I prayed for this guy for like 15 years, 12, you know, 13, 14 years. I prayed for this guy. Why wouldn't you heal him? He was one of your children. He believed in you. He was, you know, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you, why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. and it took me it took me a little to get to get through that um and I think it what helped in the end was a few things one is knowing that that God knows more than I do and that's got to be something I'm okay with so mm-hmm. Isaiah 55 right his ways are higher than mm, my yeah. ways his thoughts are higher than mine yeah but then also just knowing that he's still good mm-hmm. he is still good and so the other time where, we've kind of my wife and i have both hit this point of why is this why are we facing this right now is in our journey of infertility not knowing why we couldn't have a kid like we yeah. tried for 6 years nothing was happening when something did happen there was a miscarriage and honestly the only reason that we were okay was because before all of that happened we said we sat down across from a table each other just like we are now and we said no matter what God will still be good. Yeah, No matter what happens, God will still be good. And even though we went through the miscarriage, even though we there were many times where we didn't know what was going on, why God wasn't you know, responding uh, seemingly in our prayers, mm-hmm. and yet we were okay because we had decided long before that that whatever happened, God was still going to be good. And so that's where I arrive at this idea of Job saying, though he may slay me, yeah, I will praise him. He is yeah. still worthy of my praise. He is still good, uh, yeah. regardless of what I'm going through, regardless of of my life circumstances. He is still good, and so that's where I, <laughs> that's where I kind of come in the the thought process. It wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily a verse that I'd had, you know, that was gonna immediately yeah. support something. So that took a while to get to it. That's okay. Um, but that was my that's job. Good. That was my job verse.
2: Well, you did a good job of it. Oh, 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 oh thank it you. Is. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a point of levity after uh, James is
0: sharing. Thank you for yeah. sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've I've always been a big believer of sharing what's going on. Power you know, of in testimony. My life. Yeah, I think a story mm-hmm. is powerful, so I'm always willing to share. But
1: I'm grateful you did. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, isn't it Revelation? What is it? Twelve one or twelve eleven? of the think.
2: Lamb and the Word of our testimony. Yeah, mm-hmm. the
1: enemy will be overcome by the by the blood of the blood of the Lamb and the Word of the testimony. So, thank mm-hmm. you for sharing that, James, because it just goes to show like how truly right. Even in the in the face of adversity. God is still good mm-hmm. and he still has come through. And now you have baby Dean. I know. Hey, Hey, and, and so he's right a, here. No, I'm just kidding. that yeah. be
0: crazy. <laughs> 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 and here he is. No, that was, uh, that honestly, that's a good example of God. Why, <laughs> why aren't you answering this prayer? We're praying every day for, for a baby and it wasn't happening. Mm-hmm. And then it did happen. And yeah, you know, the now one I'm really thing th- thinking about it, I'm just kidding. Huh? <laughs> it's, never mind. Now that I'm really thinking about it, <laughs> if i <laughs> the it would be you, you have to remember what god has done you yeah. have to look back and be thankful and remember for what god has done and mm-hmm. I, I think that's another source of being able to be okay in times yeah. of suffering and hardship you know, in the future and and praying for things and yearning for things that you aren't seeing. You have to remember what God has done, that he is faithful. And so that's, you know, the prayers that he's answered, I saw the Lord, he heard me answer That's what the song says, right? Yeah. And so we prayed every day for a baby and now we have Dean. Mm -hmm. It would be simply criminal of us not to remember that God gave us that gift Mm -hmm. and praise him for the prayer, you know, for answering for the desire of our heart. Yeah. Um, so we got to remember that too. It, it would be, mm-hmm. man, I can't imagine praying for something and being like, God, you know, please give this and then not remembering to thank him for it.
2: Yeah. Do you think it's similar? I, I don't know. So I'm gen- genuinely asking this as a question. There's a biblical concept where like our sin makes grace that much sweeter. Do you think the hardship has made the gift of Dean that much sweeter?
0: Um. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, I could say I'm that. I'm
2: genuinely asking, yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think, it, well, because you there's stuff that we picked up along the way. There's stuff Mm -hmm. that we learned along the way. Right. And, uh, through those times of, Man, I, th- I think it's a good thing, reflecting on that. It was actually at a Cheesecake Factory, for whatever that's worth, in case that's, that's important. Sick. I love Cheesecake that's Factory. That's sick. Yeah, it was at a Cheesecake Factory, and Alyssa and I are sat across from each other. Alyssa's my wife, and we were uh, we were about to go... <laughs> Not the name of the cheesecake. <laughs> Not the name was. of the yeah. cheesecake. You yeah, know, I named the cheesecake. <laughs> it was that good. Um, Alyssa and I are sat across from each other. We're about to go into this treatment center in Sacramento. That's where mm, uh, yep. Kaiser does all their... Uh, all their fertility related stuff, right? And so we're about to go in for a, a treatment or a procedure and we're sat across from each other. And I think it's the very first one that we did. And there's a cheesecake factory right around the, the door from the uh, Kaiser place. And so we're sat there and we're talking about it. We're like, you know, we're, we're starting to get ahead of ourselves in our brain, like, oh man, what are we going to, you know, where are we going to put the, uh, the baby's room? We're going to have to do this in the baby's room. And, uh, you know, what are we going to, What are we going to call it? Like we're starting Mm -hmm. to think names and everything. And we found ourselves getting so far ahead that we had to stop for a second and and bring ourselves back down to reality and say, this might not be a reality for us. Yeah, This Mm -hmm. might not be what God has in store for us. This might not be God's will for our lives. Mm -hmm. And if that is the case, then he will still be good. Mm -hmm. and i remember the conversation and we were crying as we came to this realization the server's like bringing cheesecake over to us and we're both just like thank you (laughs) Uh, just as we're we're crying over this this possibility and this this realization and and really just in that moment deciding deciding now that god is still going to be good whatever happens we're still going to praise god um and I think out of that you can you can go down the line of talking about God's will, praying according to God's will. Yep. I think that's an important conversation we probably need to have out of this at some point. Um
1: I can jump into that right now if you'd like. And yeah, well, yeah. that's
0: my that's my passage in Jesus'
2: life. Oh, are you into in Matthew six? No, no, well, go ahead. Where are you at? Oh, well, I guess yeah.
1: yeah, I'll jump in. So essentially Matthew six, it talks about the Lord's prayer. Um, and this is in verse nine. He says, pray then like this. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. And that's the the end of the Lord's Prayer there. But it's important, though, to know, I think, James, kind of like what you were saying, right? Your kingdom come and your will be done. It's a yeah. submission of what I want to what God's will is, right? Mm-hmm. I, that, I, I don't know if that's where you were at, I um,
2: Yeah, so I, I think um, that's really important, and we could talk about that a bit more. I kind of want to add a complimentary thought to that. So yeah, So we can do. continue to talk about Okay, we can jump yeah. into it now. Um, so I think, you know, one of my hesitations with, um, you know, taking that to be the sum total of all teaching on prayer, mm-hmm. I think I would personally hesitate to share Um, maybe the things I want because I'd just be unsure if it was God's will. And so if I wanted to pray for God's will to be done, then I would want to make sure like it was scripture based and it was like very clear and things like that. And I might not bring to him um, my heart and my desires. But I think if you complement that with the idea of um, no, you totally are able to bring in, God's will and submitting to that at the same time is bringing what you want forward, and mm-hmm. I think Jesus demonstrates that really well when he's in the garden, like right before he goes to. It's like my favorite passage on prayer of yeah. all time. Um, when he goes to the garden, and it's right before he gets betrayed and arrested and beaten and crucified and yeah. all that fun stuff, um, he he goes up to a mountain to meet with the Lord. And it says, as was his custom in Luke twenty-two, which I just love. And then it says, um, his his prayer though is this: Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Like that simple prayer, I think is really profound in that he says, this is what I want. Like he's saying, like if there's any other way to save your children like if there's any other way to redeem humanity like let's please do that because it's really starting to hit him the weight of it yeah um he's saying like look this is what i want like i don't i have to be careful the way i say this jesus is sort of saying i don't want to go to the cross but of course he wants god's will and of course he wants to do whatever it takes but dying is a real thing so so he says i don't want to do this but nevertheless he says not my will but yours be done I think that's like a good marrying of the two ideas of like you should mm. pray for maybe the things you want and you should ask the Lord for things on your behalf yet remember and and always remind yourself that uh, not our will but but God's be done that's some of my thoughts I just I love how Jesus prays here and it, it just really speaks to me I think through that
1: I, yeah I, I, and I, I might add to that too. I think we have to examine the motive of Jesus in his want that he brings to the Lord mm-hmm. because even in his want that he brings, hey God, I, I don't I don't necessarily want to, I, I want your will to be done, but not like this, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of essentially what he's saying is if, if there's another way to accomplish this, let's do that. But notice that the response is nothing. Mm-hmm. God doesn't respond. He says, no, I've, my my will has been written out. This is the way that it has to be done to fulfill yeah. prophecy, right? Yeah. And so even Jesus is going through this thing where if God the Father doesn't answer him the way that he wants, and mm-hmm. so his response to that is still gladness and joy and obedience yep. That's to right. God's will, right? And, yeah. and to submit to that to say, okay, God, this isn't necessarily the way that I would have liked it to happen, but yeah. I know this is how you've ordained it to be, and I'm going
2: to walk in that, right? right? Yeah, even though it's tough, right? It just gives me comfort because it's like, you know, James, I'm sure there were times where you were praying, like, I don't want to have to go through this to get to to have a a child, right? Like, I don't, I don't want to have to go through this, but if that's God's will, you know?
0: Yeah. And honestly, I wasn't necessarily verbalizing in my prayer that I was that interested by my, if I was to have prayed out loud every prayer that I prayed during that process of trying to figure out why we couldn't have kids, you would have heard very little of God your will be mm-hmm. done here like mm-hmm. you would have heard very little of me verbalize that sure uh in my prayer whether I was praying you know right. uh, in my mind with my thoughts or whether I was praying yeah. uh, out loud with Alyssa but you wouldn't have heard a whole lot of it um but it was still it was still in my heart it was still a it was still a desire of mine that God's will be done mm-hmm. and just you know I think there are times where you you, you pray the desires of your heart with the knowledge that you're going to be okay with God's will being done either way. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it's helpful to to speak that in prayer. I think it's helpful to mm-hmm. say, you know, to, to model Jesus's prayer in the garden. And I agree. I It's one of the more powerful um, just to see the humanity of of Jesus, even yeah. though he's fully fully God, he's fully man. Yeah. And this is kind of a glimpse into uh, that portion of it outside of his deity. Um, but man, it, it, you just think about the idea of, of praying according to God's will I think it's helpful to to verbalize that and to say God this is what I want mm-hmm. but yeah you know your your will is obviously what I'm chasing here and I want that to be done now there's a few things I think also kind of help with this one is that if you are If you are striving after obedience and you are striving towards a life uh, that is sanctified you are striving to be more and more like Jesus every Mm -hmm. single day if that's something that you are actively chasing and pursuing and asking the spirits help with Mm -hmm. then I think that your heart will align Mm -hmm. to shift with the will of God the will of God will become aligned with what you are desiring uh, just by the nature of becoming more like Jesus over time. Mm And so I think that's helpful. Uh, I think the other thing here is that, um, and I've kind of lost my train of thought there a little bit because I, I, I landed on that one. Uh, I I can, I can jump in. Yeah, go ahead. I have lost where I was headed. No, that's okay. Sure. It was really Um, good though.
1: No, what I was going to say was, is it's interesting, um, the parallel between, uh, what Jesus is asking God, the father here in this prayer in Luke 22, um, versus what, the enemy was tempting him with when he was fasting for Mm -hmm. those 40 days. Yeah. Um, Satan offered him the shortcut. Satan offered him the same outcome Mm -hmm. with a different route to it. Right. Um, And so I think it's it's a small tangent based off of, you know, kind of the main topic we're talking about, but nonetheless, it was a thought that occurred to me that doing um, the, how, I don't want to say this, trying to get to the right outcome, but the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Um, Will always yield negative results. So don't don't do that,
0: right? Mm-hmm. The well, motive matters, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And you find that in James four. Back to James. Back to James. Always. Give a round of applause. James to James four. Oh, I can't that, remember which one applause I think it's oh, no. um, I think it's yellow. You think it's the yellow one? Yeah. Let's try it.
2: Yeah. yeah there we go.
0: <laughs> anyway. Good on <laughs> James chapter four, verse three uh, says, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives Mm -hmm. that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. Mm. You know, praying according to to what you want from a a, a human carnal Mm -hmm. nature will very often not breed the best results. For example, Lord, I pray for a Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. But I
2: could bless I could really bless people. I could <laughs> yeah, okay. really I would put decals on it that say Jesus loves you and it would yeah all I like, the ways to, I like to think the it.
0: Lord's just laughing at you at that point. Like, yeah, exactly. What are you doing? I'd use it yeah. for you. I swear. The other yeah. thing that I was going uh, to say, just about praying according to the will of God, is if if you want to know more of the will of God, then open your Bible some more.
1: Yeah, come on, because
0: it's all in there. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know, yep. you, you ever struggle of praying according to God's will? Mm-hmm. You will read a very good amount of God's will. Yeah, all of it, in fact, in yeah. His Word. Yeah, yeah. And so don't don't neglect the Word if if you want to you really want to chase the will of God in your life, then start, start in scripture yeah. and then openly verbalize, just keep on praying, God, your will be done here. Sure. But mm-hmm. here's, here's the desire of my heart. Yeah. Here's what I'm praying for. Here's what I'm striving after. Yeah. Right.
2: right. Yeah. Well, if we, so jumping back to the question yeah, like yeah that yeah. we're kind of tackling, like why isn't God answering my prayer? Yeah. This might be a good time for us to kind of open up, um, all of the disclaimers we kept giving it as on like we we kept saying that like God seemingly isn't answering our prayers or we can't see how God is answering our prayers um, to kind of open that up. Um, I'm going to go back to Job because I think um, there's something really cool in that. But the reason we kind of are using some wordplay there is because like there's always an answer. Um, Well, whenever we ask a question to anybody, there's always an answer. Like I could ask a question to James. And if he doesn't answer it, then the answer is the silence, right? Yeah. So when you really think about it, like God is always answering prayers every time. And there tends to be three different kinds of answers that we see that he could give. It's either yes, no, or not yet. Or some people say wait or Mm -hmm. however you want to put that. Um, Do you guys want to chat a little bit about that while I kind of figure out how to get my...
0: I'll I'll give you an honest take on that. Yeah. I've never... Can can you back up the? I can see the yes in scripture, and I can see the no in scripture. Oh, sure. Where where do I find the not yet in scripture? Is that is that in the seeming silence of of things not yeah. happening? Is that what not yet means? What's the tangible? Mm-hmm. How do I know I'm in a not yet versus a no? Yeah.
2: Um. My first thought for where we see that in scripture, and I'm gonna need to think about this quite a bit more. So don't take this as Um, Doctrine, obviously But I see um, Just Israel constantly crying out for their Savior And yet he waited all throughout the kingdom of Israel Um, Then there was like the 400, I think it was, years of silence That happened um, Mm -hmm. of like the second second temple period And you have all of these um, Jews who have now returned to Jerusalem They've now rebuilt the temple And they're still just waiting and waiting and waiting And then Jesus comes when he does And so I don't think that is a hundred percent satisfactory to me, but that's one place I think I see sort of like a not yet is like um, in in those kind yeah. of situations. Or
0: and I can see that. I think I think mm-hmm. I have trouble with it semantically of like a you know yeah okay we're saying that there's always an answer, but sometimes that I have a hard time saying that's true because sometimes there's not an answer, mm-hmm. and that's how you get your. You're no, or you're, you're no. not yet. Yeah. And so it's, I guess it's important to say that God. I, <laughs> I'll go ahead and say this. I've never audibly heard the voice of God. Sure. And mm-hmm. I know people who claim to have. I know people who have said I've heard audibly God has spoken to me. Uh, I, I have. Wish. Yeah, for real. I'm I, bad at
2: hints, so be nice.
0: <laughs> I was. I am horrible at hints. I I'm the kind of guy that has to write down throughout the year. I have a list on my phone of things that I catch Alyssa say. That I know, are things like that, she'll you know she's hinting dude, at something that. that she's wanting. Yeah. I have to actively look for those and then write them down in my phone so that I have things to buy her at Christmas time. <laughs> yeah, because not not smart. Otherwise, dude, I'm not I'm getting so behind.
2: I'm like two. I'm like two months till Christmas, anyway, dude. So...
0: I'm not getting hints oh if my gosh. you know if I'm not writing them down all the time. I'm not remembering them. But yeah, um,
2: but it's not a uh, Jesus is baptized. Everybody around him from heaven hears God say, um, "This is my son, who might." my life right. right like it's audibly it's it's not that it's in my experience has been the still small voice and like
0: yeah or or uh consistent occurrences things mm-hmm. that are a little niggling kind of oh i wonder i wonder if and and small recurrences yeah. over time that are, are kind of confirmation of of what god's doing or a direction that god's pointing in me and or pointing me to it's never been this audible thing and so it, it's it's kind of a bit of a, a semantic problem to say that all prayers get answered mm. um, okay interesting I, mm. I think for me I think some prayers go unanswered and in those instances you that that's your answer the the unanswer mm. is the answer the silence is the cut answer, what
1: you were girl. saying a second ago Nathaniel yeah
2: yeah but I, I could definitely see your point yeah, yeah. It, you know what i mean it's yep. hard
0: for me to say like yep. every prayer gets answered apart from the ones that aren't and that's your answer like okay sure yeah makes sense i i get okay. that but that's not helpful i don't see that as a helpful way to frame it i don't think for you know again the people who are yeah because somebody could be praying for something for,
2: yeah and it's not happening in the moment mm-hmm. and we say well that's probably a no or not yet but really it's just god working his way to a yes further on or maybe i don't know i don't know but i think see how it would be helpful
0: well let me throw a a hypothetical here maybe we're looking for answers the wrong way Mm. maybe we're we're always kind of looking for you know maybe maybe we're looking for immediate answers in the way that in our humanity here on earth that we would expect answers for example if i email or you know use our work chat to to ask one of you guys a question, I'm expecting yeah. an answer that way. Mm-hmm. I'm expecting it to be delivered in that form. And th- to to simplify prayer and to simplify the way that God works and moves within our lives down to an answer to a request almost does that a disservice yeah. and an injustice because yeah. it's far more complicated than that. And we know that there's a, a bunch of verses that you can bring together to, to create a... a an understanding of how it works to a degree, but it's still not going to work in a transactional way. Yeah, it's not going to be a vending machine. You're right, yeah, it's God, not a genie. God, lift me out of my uh, out of my financial problems. Oh, okay. It's not like Bruce Almighty, right? You seen Bruce Almighty where <laughs> yeah, like movie. he's at the, the computer and he's answering, you know, all the prayers and everything, he just says yes to all. <laughs> and then it's kind of a cool illustration of how if the world's like
1: blowing up Yeah, if yeah. God
0: answered everybody's yeah. prayers the way they wanted, it would be problematic. Yeah. But it's it's not transactional. Prayer right. isn't necessarily transactional in the way that we expect it to be. And I think it's problematic to come at it that way. Mm-hmm. And so then you have to get into things like, you know, Romans eight twenty eight. Where he mm-hmm. works all things for the good of those who love him in according to his purpose. That's important, mm-hmm. that last part. Uh, yes, yeah, that's it right. is.
1: That's very important. That well, last why bit, don't you land on that, that for a last second? Bit. Well, those who are called according to his purpose. If you're not in his purpose and you're like mm-hmm. acting a fool playing games, yeah. that's right. Listen, like that's not where God had you in the first place. So you're you better bolster up your discernment and how you're living your life, because if it's not according to his will, yeah. Listen, it's not going to work out for the, you know, it's another Um, top
0: level way of saying you're outside of his will, Yeah, right? Like you're outside of his will. And so for those who are called according to his purpose. And so, you know, that God's going to work it for your ultimate good, right? There's a, there's now on your part where you come in is that there has to be faith and trust that that's going to happen. And you just have to, to, to wait on that. There's a really cool part in uh, Habakkuk where he's what a reference. Yeah. Dude, I got into a bunch of different stuff when I was looking at all this stuff. Good for yeah. You. But it's kind of a mini job, that yeah book. Yeah, that's it's right. kind of a cool thing. And so Habakkuk is uh he has these complaints. The headings mm. in my Bible says Habakkuk, uh, Habakkuk's complaints. And I'm like he's got complaints like we're <laughs> putting him in god's entry here like what yeah. is this what is he's this? martin
2: luther's pff, nailing i that, know for yeah, real on the door and
0: uh, so he's he's got these complaints he's crying out to god with these with these complaints and these things that he's obviously upset about and there's a point let me actually bring it up here there's a point in uh chapter two where he's he's complained and god's responded uh has, has he complained twice at that point no, he's complained. Yes, he's complained once. God responds. He yeah. complains again. And then Classic. right at the beginning of chapter two, it says, I will stand at my watch and station myself on the ramparts. I will look to see what he will say to me and what answer I am to give to this complaint. He's waiting. Mm-hmm. Like there's this pause. There's, there's mm-hmm. a, a clear uh, moment of required patience before there's an answer, before mm-hmm. there's a, a response uh to to what those complaints are. And so I think that's really good. I think a lot of we just don't want to wait. Yeah. Is the issue, right? Humans don't want to wait. We've been trained, you know, cell phones, uh, instant computers. instant everything. Right. Get instant graph. When you need it,
2: get your info when you need it, get your Yeah, dude, DoorDash. Get your relationships when you need it, right? <laughs> he like said DoorDash, somebody DoorDash,
0: bro. <laughs> oh my god. Are you gosh. kidding me? I DoorDash? S- we can't wait until we like either go get groceries or go out to eat somewhere like we we got a like no we got an app where we can demand that now and you can pay don't ask me how i know this you can pay extra for it to be delivered straight to your house, rather than for it to, you know, the delivery driver to drop off someone else's order before they get to you. Oh, you can pay that's an optional charge. Seems strange. Oh, it's awful. It's so terrible. <laughs> it's <laughs> awful, family, but you're
2: guilty. <laughs> family of six. A family works. of six is waiting for their meal, and you just, you know, fast track yours. It's the oh Disney fast God. track. Oh, I have a really funny DoorDash thing after
0: though. Yeah. Dude, so uh, well, yeah. The whole point being that we just can't wait for things. Yeah. And I think we've lost the art and we see it all throughout the Bible of people who are waiting on the Lord. We have lost the, the concept of that. It's become harder mm-hmm. in our modern day and age, in our modern culture, to simply wait on the Lord, to pause, to stand, watch and station ourselves on the ramparts where we're on the lookout for what God might be doing. Yeah. Rampart just means a big tower. I don't know why the NIV says ramparts, but it's just a big tower. Yeah, uh, oh, And the I message will look. probably says tower. Yeah, Probably. Dude, I think the ESV says tower.
1: Uh, It does say tower. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. and I will look to see what he will say to me. So uh, just the the art of sitting in it and and waiting. I think we've lost that entirely. It's created a bunch of impatient people Mm -hmm. who are assuming that God is saying no or is being ignorant to our needs and our requests and our prayers. Mm, But we just haven't waited long enough maybe. Oh, that's interesting. We haven't spent any time in, in waiting over it. And then yeah. the other verse that crops up all the time again is the, uh, what does it? Be still and know that I am Lord. Yeah. Where is yeah. that Psalm What 46?
2: Yeah, that's commonly taken out of context. But can anybody look it up and like remind me of what that context is? Because I remember somebody who I trust telling me one time that people were using that wrong. Uh, and I can't remember. Psalm
1: 4610. I'm going to look it up right now. Are we so, using
0: it wrong?
2: And Psalm... Can you put the crickets on? I'm just kidding. Oh, I They're well, there, there's somewhere, is it, right? is it this one? Yeah, that's yeah, the is. Oh, oh, oh wait, is it copyright for the Jeopardy, Jeopardy theme? Uh, uh,
0: probably uh, yes. Okay. It's yeah. just
2: disrespectful to the late Al Trebek, oh, honestly. Come on, why you gotta do me like that? Yeah. It wasn't my heart. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's your motive. <laughs> yeah. you yeah. be okay. Um, my heart? Wait. <laughs> that's definitely right copyrighted. <laughs>
0: it's okay. No one can recognize it from what I just did. So. <laughs>
2: like like me last week self-jam that's like me last week so, up yeah. next week victor
1: yeah right uh okay so Psalm 46 10 i'm gonna go back um this is god is our fortress that's the heading for the entire mm-hmm. chapter here um i'll go back two verses um so in verse eight it says come behold the works of the lord how he has brought uh desolations on the earth verse nine he makes wars cease to the end of the earth he breaks the bow and shatters the spear He burns the chariots with fire and here it is verse 10 be still and know that I am God I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth verse 11 The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress Selah
0: Yeah, well the thank you. Thank you for doing that. Yeah I think maybe where the context thing happens here is that people assume that be still means inactivity
2: Yes, that's not what waiting is and I think Habakkuk Says it well. He's like, I'm waiting, but I'm on the watchtower. He's I'm actively watching. waiting. I am right. looking. I'm he's not, not he's passive, not just sitting he's, on the couch. That's
0: right. He's not yeah. passively waiting. He's actively waiting, and so that's where the be still thing comes from. And in fact, I looked up, and I think I'm right. <laughs> I'm gonna say I think I looked. <laughs> you you up, most of the time do. Oh goodness. Well, that was rude. Uh, <laughs> I think it was in like Blue Letter Bible or something. I looked up the uh, the translation of be still, and it actually Ooh. means cease striving. Oh, yeah, that's good. And so it, it kind of presents this image of, you know, you think about chains, right? If we're wrapped in chains and we're, we're striving against the chains, we're, we're kind of wrestling with the chains. Uh, to see striving means simply just to, you know, drop the, drop the shoulders mm-hmm. and the chains will fall is kind of the imagery that uh, I heard like someone one of the present it traps. at some point. Kind of, yeah. Hey, can I interject here really
1: quick? Please. Okay, so um, I know there's another really great (laughs) misquoted scripture, but I thought it was worth mentioning. Isaiah 40. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. (laughs) Isaiah 40:31, 31, Mm. um, where it says, those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. The wait word there um, in the Greek is, uh, I'm probably going to butcher this, hypomeno. Um, but the word implies patiently waiting, enduring, or remaining steadfast in anticipation of the Lord's help or renewal of strength. That's all. So in your waiting, there's, there's as you guys are saying, there's an anticipatory, like, okay, God, I'm waiting for your response. Um, and I remember, I don't remember why I did this research, but I did, and it's just on my mind. And there's not going to be specifics, but I was reading um, in Genesis, the Genesis story, when God is creating and, and God uh, creates the waters. There's a, a waiting that happens for the waters because it's not for I think almost uh, 18 verses later that he then readdresses the water and so the water was told to wait by God and so you see this the same word being used that it's an anticipatory the waters were waiting for the Lord to readdress them to to stay in their current state as they were current uh, hit, the, hit the drum <laughs> Got you. yeah uh, to stay in their current state in in waiting for what the Lord was going to tell them next. Mm -hmm. It was a really interesting thing. And so then what then happens is then he separates the water from the land because of the water, it's the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. there's a really interesting concept in like waiting on God and seeing how that actually renews your strength because there's a hope in that, right? That God, no matter what it is, no matter how it is that you answer me, whether you do or you don't, as you were saying, James, God is good. And the hope in, in God's goodness regardless of the outcome is that the goodness is still going to be there for me regardless. Yeah. Right. So, Mm -hmm.
0: well, and waiting with kind of going back to where we've just been a little bit waiting with the idea that you may not get a definitive answer that you're comfortable with. It may not be your will. Right and it may not yeah. be it, it might not be something that you're able to to grasp the answer of and you know for a while you you, you may not get the answer that you are expecting <laughs> in yeah. the way that you are expecting it yeah so I, I don't know
2: no that's that's definitely the story of job like I if you look at the whole story of job and it'll take me a second to get to my point here if you guys have time for it. we're along for the ride Perfect. yeah let's go so job. I'm going to like briefly go over the whole book because you need all the context and you should definitely read Job, but it's kind of really hard to read um, because it's just a bunch of people talking. Um, and so and not the fun kind of talking like conversational, but just a bunch of people yelling at each other. So just watch the Bible <laughs> project video and then jump into it and read it. Um, yeah. It's really, really good. That was a really great summation of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's so it's a bunch because of people it's wisdom. Yelling. It's wisdom literature, right? So it's people yeah. being like, this is my thoughts. And then the next person's like, these are my thoughts. Um, and uh, so it opens up, the book opens up, and, you know, the do- uh, the devil, Satan, go- comes into um, God's, like, courtroom, where all his homies are, and, which is a whole lot of stuff we don't have time to talk about, um, and he says, like, look, um, you know, I, this guy Job, he only loves you because you give him all this stuff, and God's like, you want to bet? This is obviously paraphrasing. Uh, God's like, you want to bet? And he's like, yeah, I want to bet, and so he's like, all right, take all of his stuff away, and we'll see. Um, what happens? Because like, this is my servant Job. Like, this guy's awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. this guy's legit. And the devil's like, all right, let's do it. So he takes, he gets permission from the Lord. Obviously, Satan can't do this without God's permission. gets permission, takes away all of his stuff. Job has no idea why it happens. He just hears that his family's dead, his um, livestock has run away, his house is destroyed, all this stuff. And then his wife um, asks him to curse the Lord. So all this stuff happens. He doesn't know why it happened. And so his whole prayer throughout the book is like, why did this happen to me? He has three friends that show up and each one is trying to figure it out. And they all three just assume that he did something wrong because they're like, well, if you do something wrong, the bad stuff happens. That's how God works. And so they're mm. kind of ignorant and speaking on that. And they sure. just tell him, dude, you must have messed up somehow. And he's like, I didn't mess up. They're like, dude, you messed up. Like all three of them, they're just ganging up on him, not yeah. comforting him whatsoever. Sometimes we all have friends like that, right? Yeah. This other guy shows up, this fourth guy. Yeah, his name's in He's the young guy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just show up. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Victor, you dog, you dog, you know, poop, pooped on your carpet. You must have done something wrong, dude. That's on you <laughs> for that, honestly. Yeah. You, the Lord's smiting you. Oh, my gosh. Um, Those
1: context y'all were missing about my stressful morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: So still paraphrasing here, still getting to my point. Yep. Um, so all four of them are trying to figure out, like, why this has happened to Job. And the three friends say, Job, you must have done something wrong. Job's like, I didn't do anything wrong. This fourth guy shows up named Elihu, and he says, he gets mad at them because he's been listening to them. He's the youngest guy, so he's waiting for them to share. He's just getting furious, right? And it says that he burned with anger at Job because he justified himself rather than God. And he burned with anger also at Job's three friends because they had found no answer, although they had declared Job to be in the wrong. So then he goes on and says, like, look, he's actually like the voice of reason. So he is like talking about how like God's justice works. He's talking about God's character and like he's got really good stuff. Elihu for the W, bro. Yeah, exactly. He talks about God's greatness here. Like, I mean, he just pops off like he's he's doing awesome. Yeah. And then in verse 38, like so after 37 chapters, who knows how long, 37 chapters of everybody trying to figure it out. Job Mm -hmm. trying to be like, why is this happening to me? Yeah. He keeps seeking the Lord, though. 38 the lord answers job and just lays out like all of creation and he's like this is what i do every second of every day like a mountain goat is giving birth over here like the waters are going crazy over here like these all this stuff right he talks Mm -hmm. about how like the sun is rising and he talks about all this stuff he just the lord just talks about all that he does lays this out and then he says in, in chapter 40 he's like Shall a fault finder contend with the Almighty? He who argues with God, let him answer it. So he like confronts Job then. He's like, You're coming at me. Like, I'm way bigger than you. So he says, "Uh, Behold, I am of small account. What shall I answer you? I lay my hand on my mouth. I have spoken once and I will not answer twice, but I will proceed no further. So Job kind of realizes he's messing up here by challenging the Lord. Hmm. And it ends right after that. And then God responds again. Job then confesses and repents and then the lord rebukes job's friends and then the lord restores job's fortunes are the headings so job is asking all throughout the book why did this happen to me because he didn't see the conversation between satan and god he never gets an answer like god never tells him why it happened he just simply says like it is beyond you why i do what i do like i'm holding the world together like i am mightier than you and wiser than you mm-hmm. job realizes oh yeah you're kind of right still never receives an answer yet confesses repents and then intercedes for his friends actually and then his fortune gets restored and I just think it's so neat that like job never receives an answer for the yeah. prayer that he's praying yet he seeks the Lord over and over again the Lord finally does answer him not his prayer but answers yeah. him personally he sees he kind of sees through the prayer maybe what job's heart is or mm-hmm. and something like that and um, is then, yeah, just kind of lays out exactly what we're talking about. Like his will is greater than our will. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I just think as a whole, this book of Job really kind of tackles some of that question. And so I just was struck by it um, in the study of Job that I've done when thinking about this question.
1: You know what I think is really interesting about that, though, too, is that, um, I mean, in the beginning, like God took his kids. Mm -hmm. And so like it says that he restored his riches, but dude, your family is still gone. I think he gets them back. Let me look. That would be really just crazy. No, that's not a thing, is it?
2: Job's kids don't come back. Oh, it says the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than his beginning. He had fourteen thousand, oh, forty thousand sheep, six thousand camels, thousand blah blah blah. He had also seven sons and three daughters, which is the dude. Maybe he had new kids actually. Maybe he didn't get his kids back. You might be right. Yeah, I'm I have was to look at that a bit more.
1: I was under the impression that his kids didn't. I mean, they were gone. They were taken from
2: him. Well, they were partiers, and they didn't really um, follow the Lord. So, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my I mean, that part's gosh. that part's true, though. They were partiers, and Job would actually go intercede for his family and yeah. consecrate. Anyways, um, it's the whole thing. But, yeah, he's, anyways, he's a good dad, that, that that even still, you know what I mean? Like, even if your kids are
1: not following the Lord, I'm sure you. are I mean, you, those are your kids. You, your heart still breaks for them. You still intercede for them. You still do that. So, just for bottom, I mean, my point here is that, like, for Very Job to for Job to have reached that conclusion, you know. Uh, that he did that you had spelled out for us so beautifully by the way. Um, that is just astounding. Um, I it's incredible. I, I do want to really quickly um, because I, I would just want to recount recant recount something. Um, Genesis chapter one like I was saying earlier it, it, God I just wanted to make sure that I was saying it correctly. God doesn't implicitly tell the waters implicitly tell the waters to wait um, but there is a pause where like the waters were being addressed by God and then there's nothing. Because then he goes off to create, you know, the land and the animals and stuff. And then he readdresses the water later to say, may you be teeming with life. Mm -hmm. And so in that, in that pause, the waters are like, all right, God, now what? Yeah, (laughs) like They're waiting. (laughs) You're like, okay. That might be
0: personifying the water just a tad too much. Sure, sure. But yeah. I see what you're saying. I, uh, I think just to return to Nathaniel, what you said about, um, God's will, and not, you know, us not knowing why, us not seeing what the good <laughs> is uh, that God's working towards mm-hmm. uh, for those who are called according to his purpose. What helped me get through some of the times that I kind of mentioned earlier was someone, and I can't remember, I think I saw it in the forward of a book, not even the introduction, it was the forward. Is that of just a about book. as far as you get in books? after after i read this honestly i put the book down okay yeah it was someone and i don't even know if the book's any good so i'm not even gonna reference the title of it but it's a book that someone had given us um to you know as we were going through things and as uh we were finding ourselves in a real tough uh part of life someone had given us this book and the the premise was you know what's what happens what do you do with it when it's not making sense what god's doing uh, or, or what's happening in life it's not making sense what do you do with that and so the forward talked about this idea of um life and the world and everything here on earth being uh an eight billion piece jigsaw puzzle mm-hmm. you think of an eight billion piece jigsaw puzzle you and i are referencing pieces. the amount of people yeah yeah you and i are pieces in the puzzle mm-hmm. um and, and we see how a few of the pieces fit together around us, we see a little bit of how things interlock and uh, how things work together. We see just around our little puzzle piece, yeah. And yet, and God, if we're a corner piece, we're really ripped off. We see very little. <laughs> That's true. And yet, God <laughs> is the guy with the box. Yeah, God's got the box. He knows the full image. He knows how it comes together. He sees how it all fits together. Uh, he's aware of of all of that. Mm-hmm. And. You just kind of have to be okay with that you have to be okay that you don't know the more that you you have to approach this idea with humility the more that you approach the idea of pain and grief and hardship and long suffering or whatever the more that you approach it with humility knowing that you are never gonna necessarily fully grasp what God is working towards through a situation. Mm-hmm. I think the more you'll be able to, to trust in God, the more you'll be able to just lean back, relax, be be still, cease yeah. driving, yeah. and yeah. just have faith that there's an ultimate good that's at play here. And even if there was no good to come out of this particular situation, mm-hmm. then that's okay because my eternity is secured and sealed in Christ Jesus. Yeah. There is an, uh, an eternal aspect to this outside of our temporal circumstances, and so I, I I think back to I mean that puzzle piece illustration is kind of a, 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 a paraphrase or a metaphor for isaiah 55 for my thoughts are not your thoughts neither are your ways my ways declares the lord lord as the heavens are higher than the earth so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts mm-hmm. god knows more than you yeah. god is more powerful than you yeah and the other thing to be completely aware of about your life is that it's not about you Mm -hmm. (laughs) and in fact even the question we phrase this question right well how do we phrase the the question that we're asking
1: yeah why hasn't god answered my prayers
0: that's that's a question that is all about us yeah it's a very self-focused question yeah it's why why isn't god doing this thing for me Mm -hmm. why isn't god you know why why aren't my parents buying me this really cool lego set like is the equivalent why? Yeah. Why isn't God doing this for me? Stop. That's not the right way to frame the question. The right way to frame the question mm-hmm. is: What's God doing in my life yep. at this moment in time? Like, what? What? What can I do to to meet Him and what He's trying to teach me? What can I do to meet Him and what I need to learn here? How can I become yeah, a stronger, a game more devoted disciple of Jesus? Yeah. How can I meet Him there? Yeah, and no. I. I don't know, I just I think we might be approaching if you're asking this question of why are God, why aren't you answering my prayer? I think you might be asking the wrong question. Mm-hmm. I think the right question is, God, what what do I need to do in order to gain everything that you're trying to to teach me right yeah. now?
2: What yeah. do you have for
0: me in the waiting? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. What does yep. waiting look like? How can how how can I just get more of you? How yeah. can I be a, a better seeking. disciple? Keep seeking.
2: Yeah. Love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, we got time to kill. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Nice oh moment of levity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did have another thought, though, while you were talking, though, which is unfortunate. Go on. Um. So what? maybe just rather briefly, we could just chat about, Um. so, you know, we say all of that, yet at the same time, the Bible says, Jesus himself says, um, ask and you shall receive, right? And like, mm-hmm. if you, um, or maybe it's ask and it will be given or something like that. Um, talking about how knock and you will the door will be yeah, opened. Ask and seek and you will find. Uh-huh. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, ask so how do we hold? To you? How do we hold? Maybe these two ideas in tension well. And I think we've talked a lot about it, but maybe just your guys' thoughts on how to hold that tension really, really well. Maybe i have covered it already. It just popped into my head as you were sharing.
0: Yeah. Well, I think there's a lot of tensions in this topic anyway. It's yeah. you know. God answering prayer like yeah he answers but sometimes he doesn't answer and that's yeah. okay when he doesn't answer but that is your answer and you know there's a, there's a lot of weird kind of tensions and a lot of it comes down to just how you present it uh, semantically right yeah but I think what you're talking about just comes down to again I think the alignment with God's will
2: mm-hmm.
0: and and seeking ultimately to align ourselves as best we can with God's will mm-hmm. and knowing that at that point, yeah, if we if we ask in accordance with God's will, then it will be given. Yeah. Um. Uh, there, there's things that are guaranteed, right? If we ask, th- if we ask in prayer for things, there are things that are guaranteed. Wisdom is one of them. Yep. It is God's will that we that we seek wisdom, and it'll be granted to. I think that's the book of James. Uh, ask oh for wisdom, I'm not doing it. I'm, I'm not doing it. I have James. control. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm in control of the sample Cook buttons. Something else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's the Bible, man. Leave me alone. <laughs> Um, oh gosh. yeah, the idea that if you ask for wisdom, it'll be given to you. And so God is, is ready and prepared to give good gifts in accordance with his will.
2: Yeah. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like if you pray for something that, yeah, it's almost like if you yeah are in God's will and you're praying for something, then it's going to happen. Cause it's like, it's his will. You're aligned with it, especially as it pertains to the things you control, maybe mm-hmm. is an important clarifier like if you're in god's will and you're like lord help me be more wise then that will happen like if that's a true prayer that you have and you're looking for that or if you're like lord help me to be more patient like that's gonna happen it may be more challenging what what that might look like is not um your watch breaking and your phone breaking and you're like i don't i'm gonna be patient now or or maybe it would be But maybe it's like then you're in traffic
0: and it's like, well, I am absolutely a firm believer in the fact that if you pray for something like that and we should be praying for wisdom, we should be praying for patience, we should be praying for humility, but we should also expect opportunities in which to test patience and humility. Yeah. Uh,
2: which is is sort of like not to say that obviously not to say that God's a genie but it's kind of like that thing where it's like if you don't specify your genie wish then it ends up going horribly wrong yeah right you don't close the loophole it goes like horribly wrong so not to say that God's a genie but you'll pray like yeah Lord help me to be a better husband instead of getting a book on being a husband that you just shows up at your door and you're like oh this is great it will be like you have an opportunity to serve your wife, and it's like, yeah. oh, this is what wasn't what I was asking for. And it'll but... it'll
0: test your convictions real quick, yeah, because mm-hmm. it's you know, okay, do you mean it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because here's here's where the rubber meets the road. Do you right. do you mean it?
1: Well, it's like that saying, right? Be careful what you pray for. Yeah, <laughs> because yeah. you just might get it.
0: <laughs> and I'll, I'll feel comfortable saying this. There, I'll tease something that Ooh. will likely come. Oh, and I'm not going to guarantee it, but will likely come in 2024. Is oh. is the idea of um, prayers that are. Dangerous, dangerous prayers. Prayers oh, that sure. are tricky, that are difficult, that are in some ways a little uncomfortable. Prayer back. for boldness, James? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, No, yeah, maybe. Um, no, I think it's it's definitely going to be, uh, there's going to be a focus on prayer for change in ourselves. Love it. Um, mm. As opposed to the situations we find ourselves in. Yeah, which, revival starts with us, right? It's yeah. not those around us. Yeah, yep. but that'll likely come in 2024. It's not locked in, cool. but I, I know that there's mm. some chat about that being we'll just, a possibility. So yeah, yeah, very cool. That would be really cool. And
2: you know, whatever happens, God's will know, um, whatever happens, we'll just cover <laughs> it in the podcast. Yeah. So <laughs> that is true. true we're we still will. going we in 2024. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Well, I want It
0: sounds like we're kind of wrapping up here. I do want to say this. If you are one of those people and I'll say specifically, if you have a story similar to one that I shared when my wife mm. and I, uh, dealing with matters of fertility and infertility, um, I just want to open up the door for you to come and speak with me, like come and come and chat with me, reach out to me here at the church. Um, I want to, I want to be able to be a blessing to you and and be able to chat with you. So if that's you, feel free to reach out. You can uh, call the church at 209-567-3200. Ask for James. They'll get you through to my, uh, my voicemail box. If I don't pick up, Um, but make sure you reach out and then again if you are struggling with grief there's uh, a counseling program that we have here at the church and we're actually in the process of launching uh, a brand new way of doing uh, care counseling here at the church and so Mm -hmm. that'll again something I'm teasing that'll Mm -hmm. more than likely be fleshed out and ready to launch here in the new year and so it's gonna be a big year for us yeah totally yeah Yeah. just be aware of of some of the things and even if you just want to talk with someone you want to struggle um, and, and you want to just talk through that struggle? Come find one of us on a weekend. Um, we're we're here for you. We'll we'll chat that through with you, or mm-hmm. we'll make an appointment. We have a care team here at the church that just do a wonderful job of being able to chat through some of this stuff. And just know that this is part of a church family. Yep. You know, if if you're striving against something and you're praying for something that you're feeling perhaps isn't being answered or it's not being uh addressed in in a way that is alleviating any anxiety or worry or anything like that just know that this is why community is important yeah church family's here for you we love you we care for you very much and yeah yeah right on that's what i have to say in closing yeah i'll let you guys
2: i say to ditto <laughs>
1: Oh gosh. I got you. Well I say that there's a prayer and worship night tonight. Hey, oh, if, you're catching, hey. if you're catching it live, be there. If Man you're not, plug. There yes. is not
2: a prayer. If you're not catching it live, there's not a prayer night tonight.
1: Oh true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So as, gonna show as up at the time 7 o'clock of... on like Thursday.
2: <laughs> yeah, true. That's <laughs> a good call. Yeah.
0: At the time of recording, this yep. is Monday, October 9th. There is uh we're October recording this. 9th already. I know oh my it's crazy. Uh, it's about noon. We will be having a prayer or worship night. Uh, prayer and worship night, not oh, or. Yeah. It's not, you can you not know, just pick one. <laughs> Either or. You can yeah. do both, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, Six
2: and a half hours from now.
0: <laughs> prayer and worship night at 7 p.m. tonight. That's yeah. a Monday, October 9th here at the church. So we'd love to see you for that. Child
1: yep. care provided.
0: That's Ayo. right. So really what we say when we mean child care provided is no excuse. There's
1: no excuse. No you need to be excuse. there. excuse. Don't come yeah. alone. I think that's the other thing. Don't oh, yeah. come alone. Bring somebody with you. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Or if you don't have anybody to bring, that's okay. You'll meet people here too. That's but true. Yeah. If you've you got go. people, you can bring bring them. If you don't, well, then come ready to to find meet some and, find and some friends some people. Yeah. Yeah. Already. Cool. Oh, I wasn't ready for the end of the podcast, and I don't have the button on my screen. So uh, that's uh, bad. somebody better stall. I guess going for, for time. lunch. Lunch. All, yeah. all roads lead to lunch. I'm not they? even they kidding
1: you, dude. Yeah. My stomach has been growling ever since we started. <laughs> I'm I could so tell.
2: No, just kidding.
0: <laughs> oh, was that what that was? Yeah, you're, <laughs> we need the Victor. <laughs> we need the Victor
2: stomach mic. That's yeah.
1: just like yeah. Yeah. our timer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just roaring at it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I skip breakfast for lots of reasons, but yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: because yeah, you know if you're a rough morning.
2: Yeah. Rough morning. <laughs> Man, oh, we are my crushing gosh. it today. We are crushing Wait, it today. It's dog related. What's the we are, drum? <laughs> we are crushing it, guys. Oh, my
1: gosh. The context Man. there. My uh, my dog decided to leave a very uh, smelly present on my rug this morning. Mm. And my wife, unbeknownst to her, she had stepped in it and took it Ooh. through the entire house. So Man, that's felt. That's felt. <laughs> yeah, thanks for you. that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so real. So skip breakfast, skipped all the plans that I had this morning because I was cleaning up and, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man, being a good
2: husband. But you still yes, made it sir, in for the podcast <laughs> that so I did. Were you name. praying for opportunities to be a good <laughs> no dog owner? No, that was not. <laughs> that's a dangerous prayer. <laughs> no, I was not praying for okay. that.
1: Yeah. but in that moment though, I did have a, a moment of like, God, I'm so thankful that mm-hmm. I have two dogs in the house. Aww. that I get to love on.
0: Oh, that, that's awesome. Yes.
1: That, that was well, the they were outside the
2: house because you kicked them out while you cleaned. It was but, before that. Oh, okay. It was yeah. before that.
1: Well, I was standing there in just complete shock and awe that this was happening. I was like, "This is there's no way. This is real well, right now. Well but done. You took a whiff well. and you're like, well, this is real.
0: <laughs> well done. I think I would have been furious. See you guys next week. Okay, bye.